Welcome to this week's Greensight Up. This is Richard Henschel, Horticulture Educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk about how to water. The questions of how and when to water your garden always come up throughout the gardening season. It's like when and how much and what's the best way. Uh, do I need a gardening watering attachment or not? Can I, can I use harvested water in my landscape? Well, some of these questions are relatively uh, straightforward. How to water, one thing is for sure, if you're watering by hand, you want to make every effort to water the soil and not the plant because foliar diseases need that wet plant leaf to develop and cause plant damage. So in, in every case, in every plant, uh, dry leaves are preferred, perhaps with the exception of the lawn, of course. You know, if overhead watering is going to be done, uh, such as with lawns or large plantings, then get out there early in the day so that once you're done, the foliage dries off quickly and those fungal diseases really won't have a chance. Um, there's an old uh, gardening adage that goes uh, water on rising temperatures, and that is really true. Watering early in the morning as the temperatures continue to rise during the day ensures that the foliage is going to be dry by nightfall, and that's what you're, and certainly that's what you're after. If you're thinking about uh, what do I use on the end of the hose, perhaps. Um, or how do, or do we know uh, the kind of soil that we're going to water? Uh, how do we apply that water? It always comes up. You know, the goal is to soak the soil rather than splash the soil around. So um, those foliar diseases don't show up. And this is a great example is when you water the vegetable garden, especially tomatoes, you don't want soil, wet soil splashing up on the lower leaves because that just guarantees pretty much that you're going to spread uh, uh, foliar diseases about. Uh, things that you can do to reduce that splashing might be to mulch bare areas or mulch the soil underneath the tomato plants, for example, in the garden. Um, use a what we would consider a true water breaker on the watering wand to reduce the water pressure that actually comes out of the garden hose while not decreasing the volume so our watering doesn't take any longer than normal. Another way to do that would be uh, just water at a slower rate of flow out of the hose, uh, in which case you um, certainly are going to reduce the amount of splashing. Uh, probably one of the best combinations is to turn down the spigot and use a water breaker together. The water will just kind of bubble or flow quietly out of the water breaker. Um, there are certainly lots of other methods you could use to eliminate water splash like drip irrigation, something that's uh, certainly suitable for the uh, home garden. Um, the topic about when to water, and I already mentioned that, you know, early in the morning is, is better than later on in the day. Um, recognizing that if you're trying to sprout things from seed, those seeds need a very even um, moist soil in, or, in order to go ahead and germinate and put the root radical down into the ground and keep right on growing. So an even supply of soil moisture for some of the things we're trying to grow, like if it's from seed in the vegetable garden or grass seed out in the lawn, that's very helpful. Um, you know, vegetables need to be watered regularly, especially those that are creating fruits so that the fruits grow quickly uh, and to full size before they start to mature. Uh, some of the critical dry periods we see for vegetables would be the crucifers, the entire time the head is developing, sweet corn from silking on through tasseling and ear fill, um, 
our, our vine crops, cucurbits, uh, cucumbers, for example, they require good, even moisture throughout the time that the fruit is developing, or you end up with those kind of fat, skinny, fat, skinny looking uh, cucumbers. Um, anytime that fruit is in development on tomatoes and peppers should mean to you a good, even supply of soil moisture. And then in any of the kind of beans we really grow, dry beans, pinto beans, snap beans, uh, they all require a good even flow of moisture throughout uh, that pod development. Um, the other part of our questions that always come in will come in would be, you know, how much water do we apply? Well, between Mother Nature and what we put on out of the garden hose, our plants should get about an inch or an inch and a half or so of water every seven to ten days. Again, variable based upon the plant stage of growth, whether it's flowering and fruiting or whether we're producing fruits at that point, these all take into should all be taken into account here. Um, the last part of that is, you know, can you use uh, rainwater or harvested water? Uh, they can be used in a lot of areas in the lawn. We tend to shy away right now still from the vegetable garden and, and, and the main reason being health concerns. Uh, you may have uh, potential transmittable disease, uh, diseases and possible contamination from roofing materials that come out of the come out of the water that you've saved in that rain barrel. So save the collected water for your lawn, flowers, trees, and shrubs, but uh, avoid that for the uh, for the vegetable garden for now. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up. It's always a pleasure, and I'll be back again next week.